0: Hi everyone and welcome to the 55th episode of Slime Time, the official Dragon's Den Dragon's Quest podcast. This is Liam Land.
1: And this is Pendy. Hey Liam, since our podcast is about cosplay today, I got a cosplay joke for you. Okay. Oh god, here. here we go. Yeah, here we go, here we go. So, what did Arnold Schwarzenegger say when he and his friends decided to cosplay as famous composers? Uh, what did he say? I'll be back! Really? <laughs> i've got more oh uh, no got... no no no
0: no. that's okay that's okay I, I i think that'll be good for now i'll be back it's hilarious okay uh so uh anyway <laughs> let's start the introductions um well actually we did have a, a couple of uh recent zq news um oh, yeah. hori just won a uh, lifetime achievement award for his contrib- contributions in uh into the video game industry which is pretty amazing uh so congratulations to him and well deserved obviously Woo! Uh, not just for his uh, his achievement in in Dragon Quest, but of course the influence that it had on the video game industry as a whole um, in uh, in local household news. Uh, my, uh, I'm I'm doing these original playthroughs with my kids. Um, ever since my son was two, I started playing Dragon Quest One with him, and then we've uh, we've kind of worked our way up and and using the original uh, the version, So like Dragon Dragon Warrior One through Four for NES. Uh, we just beat Dragon Quest Five for Super Famicom, the fan translation, and now we're starting to play. Uh, the uh, fan translation for Dragon Quest Six, so that's uh, that's exciting. I, when I beat five with the kids, I actually had them as the kids in the game as well. So, and my oh, son, cool. my son, who's uh, he's about to turn five uh, next month, he um, he, I, I let him pick the bride. So he picked uh, he actually picked Flora, which I was pleased with (laughs) because that's who i would have picked
1: which uh which fan (laughs) translation did you go with uh
0: this time we actually used the Bue translation oh Um,
1: yay i'm 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 excited that you you did that one it has nothing to do with the fact that i'm on the credits in that one at all not not at all
0: (laughs) i don't i don't remember we must have i don't know if i looked at the credits when they rolled but i'll have to replay the ending now uh uh, so the the translation credits yeah, what there. kind of well, well what kind of work did you do on the on the translation?
1: Uh, nothing nothing much really. I just helped, you know, kind of hype it. I was running the Dragon Quest News Network at the time. So I was helping him uh, try and recruit help for the project and, and give updates and stuff like that. So oh, okay. uh, I just got a I just got a small credit for helping out with the project, but I didn't really, you know, do all that much.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I know uh, SP Spiff worked on that as well. Uh, mm-hmm. he was one of my old buddies from the uh, the NX forums. Uh, back in the day that I've since lost touch with, unfortunately, but I know he worked on that as well. Um, so Wait. yeah, that that's the version I'd never played before. So I, I made sure to kind of seek that out
1: and, and uh, not to not to be a downer but uh, unfortunately the bayou he recently right launched. yeah so, yeah R- 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 i understand, R- R- I understand that i actually started
0: playing it before before that happened and mm. and then so it was it kind of it was it felt kind of fitting to be playing that version nice but, nice uh, it's, it's kind yeah
1: of like some tribute some, yeah he was, he was he was such a a, a great contribution to the uh the, the rom hacking scene like he had you know he'd worked on a lot of projects and did a lot for you know advancing uh that scene and and for helping with the Dragon Quest community as a whole as with the stuff that he did there too, as well. So. He will be awesome. missed. Yeah. Um, so
0: now we're, we're playing the uh, no progress version of DQ6, which I actually redownloaded. I had a version of it in college. Um, and I feel like this is a, a newly updated version uh, because some of the spell names are different. So I don't know if I'm playing an updated version <laughs> from the one I had back in like 2000, 2001, or if it's like a, a new version. But yeah, I'm noticing a couple of different tweaks in it. So uh, okay. hopefully it's an update. Yeah. 'Cause I know that, yeah, that this was one that was never fully finished, it was mostly finished.
1: Yeah, it was like ninety five percent or something like that. That's, yeah. I heard there's Plus, just some inconsequential dialogue that may be missing and but exactly. like the large majority to, that most of it's it's done yeah
0: yeah yeah there's a, a part i think maybe 65 percent of the way in where they're like well that's it that's the last of the, the end of the translation which is a out of context thing for the npc to say but uh and then it just continues <laughs> it just like it, 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 he's obviously lying because it continues it con- continues like well beyond that oh yeah, yeah yeah but uh but yeah so the i'm uh, looking forward to to meeting that npc again um but yeah i love i actually do love that version of dragon quest 6 i think I, I enjoy it more than the the remakes so <laughs> uh, i'm looking forward to playing through that with the kids so but anyway so we've got a great guest for you today she's a dragon quest fan and cosplayer she's a fellow travel buddy of ours coming to you from seoul south korea we'd like to welcome Nyani sore to the party
2: hi <laughs>
1: Hello, welcome.
2: Hi.
1: So, before we get into uh, Dragon Quest cosplay, let's get to know you a bit more.
2: Okay. Yes. yes. Uh, so, I
0: want I wanted to just recap how we know you. Um, so, I, I first met you in in twenty sixteen at New York Comic Con um, yep, when that's you it. were you were cosplaying as uh, um, as Elena from Dragon Quest Four, and that was the Dragon Quest Builders uh, um, pr- uh, uh, promotion at uh, at at Mira Comic Con. Um I actually recognized you from the year before during the Drag mm-hmm. Dragon Quest Heroes Gigantes Challenge.
2: Oh yeah, uh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Where you, you cosplayed as Nami from One Piece.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
0: Awesome. And then yeah. so like years later, I'm in I'm in Japan um visiting my wife and newborn son. Uh we were in a distance marriage at the time and well it's still not you know still in the marriage but not distance now. But uh <laughs> um, uh, so at that point, uh, I was visa hopping uh, to extend my stay in Japan uh, so that I could stay with my family. And, uh, and so I decided to visa hop to Seoul. Uh, Pendi, you were in Korea stationed uh, with the Air Force, right? Yep. And, yep. Uh, and uh, Yanni, you were you were going to be there visiting family as well at the same time. Mm-hmm. So we I all was... decided to meet up. Yes um so it was it was cool i was like we were gaming uh at the hotel pendy brought his ps3 um and we, we were like playing some games there we went to the war memorial um and then we met up with with you yanni at uh was it, uh, it how, I'm, how do Itaun? you pronounce this is is that how you pronounce
1: it
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> okay
1: okay All right. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, that's the the Itaewon area. It's right next mm-hmm. to what used to be a, a large air force base that was there. Yeah,
2: the previous. Okay, Yongsan, cool. yeah.
1: Yeah, so it it was an it was an it was an interesting time
0: because that or like right before I met up with you, uh, Pendy and I were were walking out of the war memorial, uh, mm-hmm. and I randomly got my ass grabbed by a drunken uh, Korean businessman. Oh, <laughs> and then later on, uh, when we were when we were touring. Uh, a guy approached me uh, again, a different guy, and was like, uh, wanted a photo with me for some reason. And then oh. during the photo, uh, he like he grabbed my ass during the photo. So it was like two different guys grabbed my ass. at <laughs> two completely different locations oh in my Korea. God. But I remember, I remember
1: because, like, yeah, go ahead, Pendy. Oh, I was just going to say, like, I remember, like, the, the guy was, like, talking about you and, and apparently, like, saying all these compliments about you. And, like, Nani was like, yeah, this is, this is weird. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, I
0: remember that too.
1: Even for, <laughs> yeah, Sabrina, yeah, you're like,
0: yeah, weird. this is, this is weird. This, this is not yeah, right. Yeah, it is. And I, you. I could, <laughs> I could tell it was weird to begin with, but the, <laughs> but uh yeah yeah just the, having that confirmation of yeah yeah he's saying some very strange things right now <laughs> oh my god um so i i forgot to have Korean. i was there visa hopping so i was there for literally like a day uh to spend the night and then uh, you know, do some touring and then fly back. I think the next day. Um So I forgot to have Korean food while we we're there, and and I <laughs> don't I don't know. I don't know but at some point we were you were like, let's get quesadillas, and I was I was like, oh yeah, all right, let's go. And so we went
1: to get quesadillas in, in Korea, and I completely forgot to have like. Oh yeah, I totally Korean forgot food. about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Itaewon because oh, Itaewon, yeah. Itaewon has a lot of international fare. It's like a it's like a touristy kind of area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I forgot, I mean, like, I,
0: I, I think, I I wouldn't count the uh, kimchi I had at the hotel at the uh, <laughs> buffet breakfast, <laughs> so
2: I'll have
0: to, I know, I have to go back and actually do it upright and, and
2: have
0: <laughs> actual, actual Korean food in Korea.
2: Yeah, I'll be here in Korea, so if you need any, like, Korean food suggestions, let me know. Cool.
0: Um, following our lunch, we actually we had a walk up to Seoul Tower, uh, which we did, like, one by one like a uh, like a tra- like a traditional dragon quest game and at some <laughs> point i put the dragon quest for walking theme on the ipad uh and we just like walked
1: a uh, single file
2: it literally suit the theme song so well though yeah,
1: yeah, it, was, yeah. it was interesting because we tried to take the bus up there and we and we we got off a little bit too far away yeah. so we're going up these stairs of forever to get up to the <laughs> top of the the hill to get to get to the uh where we're going and yeah that was that was fun it was like a an actual dragon quest party traveling along the the world map trying to get to their next location yeah
2: the pretty stuff, the much in the yeah
1: and yanni was
0: in front so she was like she was elena that <laughs> unfortunately made me bray in the back so <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh,
0: yeah that was a that was a lot of fun and then I think you you had to take off after after soul tower and Pendy and I ended up like staying and going to the arcade there and playing yeah some Mario I had, to Kart. Head,
2: had to head out pretty quickly
0: but yeah that was a that was a fun time and uh and we got a bunch of photos of posts in the uh in the YouTube version um I think Westie also made an appearance there as well
2: oh um, yes. Coincidentally,
0: so, Yes, coincidentally. <laughs> completely coincidentally. Uh, all right, so getting into uh, into the uh, Dragon Quest series. So what's your favorite mainline and spin-off game in the series?
2: Uh, I would say my favorite is gonna be Dragon Quest Four. Yes, because that's what that's actually the Dragon Quest that I started playing so I'm just like that actually has like a special place in my heart
0: yeah the X. characters and, and and the story based
1: uh structure okay. are also really fantastic yeah, great minds think alike we're all we're all uh i think all three of us are big dragon quest 4 fans
2: i still have my 3ds with my elena lanyard on it so nice with the little hanging coffin in the back <laughs> no one knows who's, who's that in the coffin but oh well only i will know <laughs>
1: What about uh spin-off games? What's your favorite Dragon Quest game?
2: Um, so far I really like Dragon Quest Tact.
1: Oh, okay. I've been
2: playing yeah. that too. I actually um recently downloaded it because I've just been working nonstop. So I'm just like, Where what should I do to get my stress off and pl- like while playing games? And then I found Dragon Quest Tact on my recommended on my on my Play Store. So I'm just like, huh, might as well try it. And then like now, Whenever I go whenever I go to work and whenever I go home from work then I just play Dragon Quest Tact the whole time.
1: Do you play that in uh, Korean or English?
2: I play it in Korean.
1: Nice. Yeah, cuz uh, Dragon Quest of the Stars was not in Korean. That was the first global Dragon Quest uh, mobile game that we got.
2: But yeah. Tact is.
1: So like my wife was playing that for a while too.
2: Oh, that's cool. Yeah,
1: that's that's great. Yeah, that's I've been uh, if you ever want any Tips or hints? Just let me know because I've been playing that since day one.
0: Yes, will do. Yeah, I've been playing uh, Keshi Keshi recently. Um, Mm -hmm. That they just started the Dragon Quest II event. Uh, which has been fun.
1: That's cool. So what is it that draws you to the series the most? Like, what what do you like Dragon Quest more? Or why do you like Dragon Quest more than some other RPG series?
2: I would say it's probably like, I mean, yes, the artwork is amazing. But at the same time, for me, how I started playing Dragon Quest was actually my ex because he was a very, like, avid Dragon Quest player. So he was just like, babe, try it. So I was just like, because it wasn't, this is actually my, like, My first time playing RPG in a, like, non-online kind of thing. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Because I've just been playing, like, Diablo and World of Warcraft, but I haven't really been playing it on, like, a 3DS or any consoles like that. So I'm just like, huh, might as well try it since I'm a big... Big fan of Akira Toriyama, so I, I tried it, and then I tried it with four, um as uh, especially Elena's and then Maya's and Nina's. I was just like, huh the storyline is pretty cool." And then when I was playing Dragon Quest Heroes with Maya then X, I actually really enjoyed the storyline, how like all the characters mesh together into one universe. So that I think that was the most intriguing part.
0: Yeah, I, ho- I hope they come out with, uh, you know, a third one with like some of the, uh, you know, basically just add every single character. Oh my god, that'd <laughs> be
2: amazing.
1: Yeah, put in some 11 characters, that would be great. Out- oh yeah, definitely
2: especially like either um martina maybe or maybe the hero from 11
1: yeah
0: i would love to see like Silvando and veronica in, oh the, that's cool you know get like that the, just the sass and snark between the two of them just like <laughs> uh-huh. throw that into a hero's game that needs to be
2: right that would be cool that would definitely be something i would look forward to
0: uh so do you, do you have any favorite monsters or characters from the series
2: Ah, i love mimics (laughs) i don't know why like i just have thing for like little toy boxes like treasure boxes
0: have you seen the mimic uh tissue box
2: yes oh my god i I actually really wanted to get that but it was sold out when i was in japan so Uh,
0: yeah they have them at uh they have one at um uh, louise's bar Ah. oh that's right one of their decorations
1: yeah, it's one of the decorations uh, there.
2: I, think I remember another was... thing was like a coffin tissue box. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah, you were yeah. the you were the second person I've met that uh, has the mimic as their favorite Dragon Quest monster. Really? Not alone. Like <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah, mimic or Pandora's box. I would say it's right, like yeah. a tie between the two.
0: Very. The Pandora's box is the same thing, it's just a variation, right? Right. Like exactly.
2: Box. When I was playing Dragon Quest once, I think I was playing like four or five. I kind of forgot, but I ran into four Pandora's boxes. Nice. Yeah. I think that, it's... Uh, I had to reset the game after that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it was um it might have been monster super light, but there's like versions of that, but it's like a Christmas present for the Christmas event,
1: oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they had that in superlight, yep, I remember oh, it. Yeah. yeah so that was, um, yeah, it, was, sorry. it was it was it was fun because um uh, I remember I remember back in the day, like I used to be afraid of running into mimics and getting killed, but. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But with, with later games and later remakes, they made it so that any time that you hit a mimic, you would at least get like a seed of skill or some kind of seed or yeah. some kind of mini metal. So then I was yeah. like, oh, where's the mm-hmm. mimics? I want a mini metal. Oh, God. <laughs> nice. Um, so th- there's, a, uh,
0: there's a, you know, that that uh, Slime, Let's Play Slime Kids uh, yes. game. So I've been playing that with the kids and uh, I had them in a fit of laughter yesterday because there's one uh, game that's like there's three chests and pick one of them and it's either going to be like a donut or a piece of cake or Uh a mimic or a MIDI metal or or a mimic and every time the mimic comes up they just bust out laughing because that's what they wanted to see they wanted to see the the, the big tongue coming out of the chest a little spring boing kind (laughs) of noise
1: what about uh, uh what about characters what's your favorite dragon quest character
2: uh definitely elena That was my first Dragon Quest cosplay as well. And you know what, Uh, Elena, I don't know, like her being like a really like strong, independent girl who wants to go on an adventure, kind of like a tomboyish kind of girl. I don't know, like her character kind of kind of had like an uncanny resemblance to kind of my characteristics, so.
0: I love her busting down that wall, and then like, yeah. and then they keep trying to repair. I think you can you can bust out multiple times, and then they keep trying to like repair the wall, and it's like a patchwork. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, because you'll go back, you'll go back, and they'll be like, "What are you doing?" And then they, and they put you back in your room, and there's like a little board that like covers. Yeah, yeah. It they just put like plywood up. Oh, yeah, God. yeah.
2: <laughs> I bet they're just gonna be like, "Oh, she's gonna destroy that wall anyway soon."
1: Yeah. So, what are your uh, favorite mechanics in Dragon Quest games? Whether it be like something like monster collecting, job classes, or casinos, like uh, something.
2: I mean, casinos but, is definitely fun. Mm. I do have to say that. Uh I don't know, like, cause I love collecting monsters, but. I don't know. It's just so confusing because when I was playing Dragon Quest Seven, I loved having like various classes between the characters. Mm-hmm. So I probably, if I had to pick one, probably drop classes because I loved having, um, who is it, Maribel become a Jester and then another different class and then like just start over and start another class. It was just really fun.
0: Nice. Yeah, I love the tiers that they, the the job class tiers that they yeah. started with, with uh, Dragon Quest uh, well you could argue uh, you could argue three with the sage but but mainly like a, the series of job class tiers were six
2: right and that's it's yeah, continued
0: definitely. and really just expanded with 7 with all the monster mm-hmm. hearts and everything
2: right cuz 7 it was also like cuz when when the 7 came out for for 3DS i wasn't thinking like oh i like you know because i already have dragon quest 4 5 and 6 i'm just like maybe i should wait till i'm ready to play 7 and then my former partner, he got me Dragon Quest Seven for my birthday, and I was just like, huh, oh, well that's really appreciative of you. And like, he gave me so many tips on like, you know, all the job classes and all the special, you know, special abilities and everything like that. So I was like, ah, oh, that's really unique and interesting
0: yeah one of the one of the things that they did read that's really cool for that remake is uh is changing the character appearance as you class change
2: yeah
1: that's uh, so that was so nice especially yeah. since i personally hate the original design for the hero the, the oh. <laughs> yeah he looks like one of the fisher price little people yeah, oh ho- I, I i call him hobo link um hobo yeah, link. yeah 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 but so as soon as I could jo- uh, change his job class and get him into a different type of uh, uniform or whatever or, or, mm-hmm. or costume, sorry, costume, then <laughs> yeah, that that was that was so that was so nice. And then and then it's so hilarious. Like some of them, you know, you could be like a sheep herder. Oh yeah, yeah, right. That was,
0: that's right. So funny. The Maribel sheep costume or the rough oh, sheep costume. yeah, so good. Um, plus uh, Mary Bell running in the remake would mm-hmm. just she just runs like with her arms out it's
1: just this is naruto run this a naruto run
2: Oh yeah. my god, it kind of feels like Naruto or like the Animal Crossing yeah. run where they do yep, yep. with the little fist clenched. <laughs> that was hilarious.
0: So, uh, since you're in Korea, have you had the opportunity to visit Japan at all?
2: I've been to Japan three times in awesome. total. Uh, so once was in Hokkaido, I went there with my family. And then the second time I went, I was in Kyoto. Oh, nice. And okay. Yeah. And then the third time I went, which is the most recent one, I mean, technically recent because it's six years ago but but still like that was the most recent one and i was in the um kanto uh, where was it the kanto area Mm -hmm. so i was mostly staying in uh shinjuku oh
0: nice okay so yeah so you got to in shinjuku did you get to go to uh um artnia
2: I did, I did, and then nice. I had the slime pancakes, which was freaking delicious.
0: Yeah, those great. are great. Yeah,
2: and then uh, let's see, I bought a lot of stuff from there. Don't tell oh, my yeah, mom I, I spent so much money on Dragon Quest merch. But oh,
1: I had the same problem when I went there too. Uh, yeah, I, I... oh, <laughs> it's not really a problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, because I had a little um, saber cat, little coin purse. So I named it oh. purse E. Oh.
0: Do you get it? Uh, yeah. Nice. E. Love it. <laughs> fun of a pun.
2: Yeah, so I went there and then when I went to uh, when I went to Shinjuku and then um and then when I went to Shibuya, they said that, you know, they have a Dragon Quest exhibition. And I was like, "Huh? Like why is that?" And then they're just like because it's a Dragon Quest 30th anniversary exhibition. So I was like, "Oh my god, I really need to go there." Mm. So my partner and I went to Yeah, we went there for our three-year anniversary.
0: Awesome. So you got to go to the Dragon Quest Museum in Mm Shimbuyo? Awesome.
2: We did. And then um, it was actually like right before dragon quest 11 was released so they gave us like a little preview of the hero from 11 how he looks like and what does he do and everything like that so that was is, pretty
1: cool. is that the uh, little museum where they had like the little dior- dioramas of uh, kind of yeah
2: from-
0: yeah we were game. actually just talking about this before uh you know before we started um we were talking about uh you had mentioned Torneco, and I said, "Oh, there was this great diorama of the battle, the final battle with mm-hmm. with uh, Necro- Necrosaro, and all the heroes are attacking, and then there's Torneco like hiding behind a rock."
2: Oh, I, I've <laughs> seen that one. It's
0: so good. Oh God, I remember <laughs> that. But yeah, that whole museum was fantastic. Uh, they I had like wish... so much.
2: They had so many Dragon Quest fan arts from yeah. you know, people from around the world. So that was that was amazing.
0: Yes, yeah, the fan art when you're walking out through the exit and you get mm-hmm. to see everything. It was amazing. There was so much of it. And I know.
2: Did you get to I see wish... any
0: other? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say I wish that was a permanent, uh, you know, ex- exhibition. Bet. It was. It was a traveling exhibition for that year in 2016 um mm-hmm. and then eventually i think they sunsetted it
1: yeah i went to a couple different cities i remember seeing that yeah it
2: oh, eventually
0: so...
1: no go ahead oh no no i was gonna lead into another question but go, go yeah on. no go ahead.
0: Uh, i was gonna say all the stuff uh went back to uh yuji hori's garage <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> i wish they put some his, fan his, art in artnia
0: his storage <laughs>
2: that'd be um, cool if they put like some of the fan works in artnia
1: oh yeah, yeah. There's so yeah, much yeah. There. there's you can see like almost every day there's like new Dragon Quest fan art that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so mm-hmm. when you were in Japan, did you see any other uh, Dragon Quest locations, like say like the Lawson's, uh the Dragon Quest themed Lawson's or anything. Oh, like that?
2: the Lawson's! Oh my God, the Akihabara Lawson. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That was probably like the best convenience store I've ever been to because when I go in and then they they give you the little cave entrance song.
1: Yep.
2: Oh my God, and that's so cool. <laughs> and um, what was it? Uh, my partner and I bought the little shortbread tin where they had the little slime shortbreads. Nice. The shortbread cookies that was yep. pretty good. It was like those butter cookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to have that again.
0: I think to, <laughs> when you walk in, doesn't it make the, it makes the little like kuh, 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 noise. Oh like my God. Yeah. It's either that or they do the zoom noise. I forget. Mm-hmm. I think it might
1: oh, for- be
2: it's like, peow, peow.
1: yeah, and I think, oh, I oh think they do like the, the portal noise at some point uh-huh. too. There's all sorts of stuff. It's great. And yeah. then,
2: um, actually, cause I bought mine in cash. So when they open the cash register, it's a level up theme. They're like, da. <laughs>
1: amazing Amazing! i love that yeah i hear i hear they have one in osaka too
2: yeah i heard too i really want to go there when i visit Osaka. i've gone
0: to that one it was uh it was way it was even bigger than the one in akihabara oh Oh my god really yeah yeah and i really want to go yeah it's it 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 took us a while to find it just because we kind of got lost the the um the train station there is really Mm -hmm. big and kind of it it was easier to find the other stuff in Tokyo than it was uh but we eventually did track it down and uh and it was it was cool to just go in like they it was just it wasn't that they had more dragon quest merch it was just that the store itself was bigger but oh, okay. mm-hmm. what they had more of was like up on the walls uh all the different oh, okay. dragon quest monsters like uh lining like the the top of the wall leading up to the ceiling oh that's uh, cool yeah all, all of that stuff was they, they had a, a ton more of that than uh, just because they had more space in the store for it that well is- i
1: hope well i hope to check that out one day because i want to go Dragon Quest Island is now on my bucket list, so yeah, same, <laughs> same area, here, same here. That's in the same area of the country near Osaka, so I. When oh, I do in that, USJ, right? Yeah.
2: Oh, that's really cool. Yeah,
1: I mean,
0: I hope I hope we can go in the spring when it gets a little when the weather gets warmer. Um, we had the chance to go uh, this month actually in February, but we uh-huh. didn't really. We didn't like it, it was. It's gonna be cold and. <laughs> You know, it's, I'd rather go there when it's not. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'll have to tell us all about it. That'll be great. Yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed for uh, for the spring if, uh, you know, if the pandemic
1: uh, allows. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> fingers crossed.
1: Yeah. So, Nani, we yes. understand that you have a Dragon Quest tattoo. Can you I help do.
2: Yes. So, I do have a Dragon Quest tattoo, which is a stack slime, actually. and it's on my no it's on my ankle but um it's rainbow colored so
0: and you (laughs) you sent that to us in the chat and we're gonna actually post that in the youtube version definitely Uh
2: go ahead and um, my friend did that. His name is um, Sharp Ink Suck Tattoo in Korea. And he's a big uh, Akira Toriyama fan as well. So, you know, he, I asked him for a Dragon Quest tattoo. And he was just like, I'm up for it. And then he just started <laughs> drawing it. And he was asking me what color I would like. Because, you know, there's so many different types of slime. I was just like should I keep it as a metal slime or should I like change colors? And then I I was actually debating on what color it is. And then he just turned it into a rainbow. I was just like, Oh my God, that is brilliant.
1: Yeah. And I like the unique design for it too. It's, it's Mm -hmm. not like, it's kind of like its own, you know, it's Dragon Quest, but it's kind of like its own thing as well. So
2: right. Awesome. He, and then he was actually like talking about dragon Quest 11 while I was um getting tattooed by him and he already spent like 150 hours on it so I was just like whoa okay you're way ahead of me <laughs> yeah he was just like i'm more than welcome to do any other dragon quest tattoos for you I was like oh my god yes
0: yeah there was a, a i think a couple of years ago this is probably probably around the time like the, around the time of new york comic-con 2018 but like they had a social media uh presence from the uh dragon quest fan account that was basically like hey show us your dragon quest tattoos did Mm -hmm. you have the tattoo at that point or
2: oh i didn't i actually i actually got it in 2019 oh okay yeah so i mean i wish i had it before but i didn't so
0: yeah it's it it was really cool because you got to see how many people actually do have dragon quest tattoos Mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot more than i expected yeah Okay, so um, let's talk cosplay. So how did you initially get into cosplay?
2: I started cosplaying a long time ago. I started cosplaying in 2006. Because after I saw like a few magazines with all the cosplay photos on it, I was just like, oh, I actually really want to try it. And perfect timing, it was Halloween. So my friends and I decided to dress up as uh, Nana and Hachi from the anime and manga nana and that was my first cosplay ever since and after that i just cosplayed like rarely until i got into college and then when i started college i started meeting a lot of cosplay friends and getting along with them a lot and then we went we met at cons and we, we just became really good friends and we just started making cosplays together and that's how i started
1: oh that's amazing awesome. so what was yeah. your uh, your first dragon quest cosplay
2: my first was elena
1: Oh, nice.
0: Was it? Yeah. Was it at New York Comic Con or? Uh,
2: no. My first um, Elena cosplay was actually in Anime Boston. Oh, okay. Yeah, because cool. um, my ex and I, we were talking about cosplaying as Elena and Kirill, so we did that. So my, so my ex, he wanted to be Kirill, so I made a little, you know, the Kirill hat and all this, all his costume and his like shoulder like, and then arm bracers. While I was making my Atlanta costume, so it was awesome. it was a lot of work because I spent so much making the armor pieces for me and my ex, and you know, I mean, it was fun, not gonna lie, but at the yeah. same time, I was just like, ah, this is so much work, this is stressing me <laughs> out, and everything like that, and then I had to use like Warbler. and Wonderflex and all those stuff. So
0: and then you found an old man on the street to play uh, to be Boria. <laughs> Um, so can can you walk us through how you plan out and execute a costume?
2: Usually, like, I look at the characters' photos first to see, like, h- what they wear. Mm. Like, for example, because my um, next Dragon Quest cosplay plan was Martina before the pandemic happened. So I would say, like, I would just see what they're wearing first. Kind of, like, make myself a little pattern on, like, how I can execute that, the clothing part. So I just make like a makeshift pattern, make like a mock-up. And then I would go to a fabric store, buy the appropriate fabric, and then just sew from there. And then when it comes to armor, I usually um, used my Warbler and Wonderflex, those like thermoplastics. And I would, you know, like the same thing I would do with just making a mock-up. I would just make a mock-up with like tape and, you know, plastic wrap make myself a mini pattern and then just shape the thermoplastics and just like uh, go into exactly my the, desired pattern.
0: Uh, how, how exactly are you shaping that that thermoplastic? Well I
2: usually curious. heat it up like I use a heat gun heat it up and then mm. just like roll the scraps together to make it like a little plastic clay-ish so oh, okay. it's easily shapeable mm. so I, I would just you know make it into, like, small triangle, triangular silicone shape and then just shape it and curve it to have that, you know, Elena Sarevna pattern on her bracers and everything like that.
0: Awesome. Yeah, because I, I have a lot of ideas, but I don't know how to execute any of them. <laughs> so... <laughs> it's interesting to see how, like, armor, mm-hmm.
2: different
1: armor is done. Okay. Oh, and just a side note for our audience, uh, Martina is the original name for Jade, because when they did the localization in English, they changed her name to Jade.
2: hmm I remember, yeah. Yeah. But in That's Japanese, a... the name is Martina, like, yes. Maritina, so...
1: And I noticed my, my wife got the Korean uh, version of Dragon Quest XI, and, and I noticed that they kept all the original names as well. For, for oh, that's site. cool. That was fun to see as well. So, what was your uh, favorite cosplay that you've done in the, in the past?
2: My personal favorite, I would have to say Valentine from Skullgirls. Oh, okay. Yeah, have you have you guys played Skullgirls before? I,
1: I have not, but I am familiar with the game. I've seen trailers for it.
2: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, I made the... Entire costume from scratch, which I was really happy about. It was like my first time finishing everything from scratch. And like, I actually the fun thing that I um, remember was using a lab coat and I just cut it and just cutting it off to make a nurse outfit. Okay. Yeah. And then um, my friend executed the bandsaw pretty well. (laughs) Not the band, not a bandsaw, like a handsaw, like a bone saw. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: I know what
2: you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. so using that, he just executed it perfectly, and then I styled all the wig and all the headdress, and it was awesome wearing it, especially at Otakon when I was wearing that for, it was Otakon 2016 when I got back from Japan.
1: Oh, in uh, DC?
2: Yeah, Otakon in, um no, it was in Baltimore. It was the last year. In Baltimore, actually.
1: Okay. Oh, they moved.
2: It was originally in Baltimore, and then they moved to DC.
1: Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I almost went to Otakon a couple of years ago, but then it got. That was one of the things that got many things that got canceled because of the pandemic.
2: Right. Uh,
1: now they're up and running again. Their next one is going to be in uh, May. Mhm. Yeah, okay. Cool. All
2: right. Awesome.
1: Cool. um So, do you do you have a favorite convention that you cosplay at?
2: My favorite, I mean, I have a lot, but I do have to say my personal favorite is PAX East.
0: Nice.
2: Have, has anyone, have you guys been to PAX East before?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
2: A couple of times. Okay, yeah. So PAX East, Uh, my favorite PAX East, it was actually 2000 and it was like, I think 2016 or 2018. I can't, I can't really decide on which one because they were both my favorites. But... Nice. I mean it was it was cold, but it was so worth going there and yeah. just having fun playing indie games and you know, having fun playing board games with people that you don't know and then you eventually become friend you you eventually become friends with them. Yeah. That's probably the best part about it.
0: Yeah, definitely. It was it was definitely more gaming focused than New York Comic Con.
2: Mm-hmm. Um
0: and uh it it was definitely the coldest i've ever been (laughs) in (laughs) uh and i grew up in new york so but this was like no joke boston boston went in the winter time or it was even then it was march so it was like the tail and my god it was
1: uh i still remember (laughs) shivering just going outside it gets so windy there in boston i noticed that yeah when I've been whenever whenever I've been in Boston, like really windy. So I'm yeah, no, to, uh, well,
0: plus like I, have... I mean, you're when you're all trying to leave at the same time, and everyone's like getting the buses, and you're just sitting there. <laughs> oh, uh, trying. You know, you can't go back inside because the, the the con's over. So you just have to <laughs> like tough it out. Right. <laughs> but
2: and then um my favorite thing to do at PAX East, actually was um to take a subway to Cambridge actually. And nice. there's a go-go curry right by the station. I was just like, oh, my God, I can finally have my go-go curry again in cons. So we literally, um, my friends and I literally had, like, four go-go curries to go. And then we just ate them at the hotel.
0: Nice. <laughs> awesome. I love the retro gaming room there as well. Mm-hmm. You can just go in and, and rent a console and rent a game and uh, and just play
1: retro games like you don't even have to do anything else you just do that the entire time for a
2: day
0: right.
1: <laughs> nice uh, speaking of uh conventions so at the uh, anime convention katsu that i was just at last weekend mm-hmm. uh, i met a lot of cosplayers that use 3d printing to design elements of their costume like especially for weapons and stuff like that mm-hmm. so have you had a chance to use 3d printing for any of the costumes that you've designed in the past
2: uh for 3d printing i've only done it once at my graduation thesis actually oh, okay so i just um i use laser cutters and 3d printers along with the normal stuff that i use like warbler eva foam for my graduation project and i actually unintentionally made um erdrick shield so that was
0: so you accident like, you just accidentally made it
2: well not <laughs> accidentally but i accidentally made it on purpose okay but i wanted to do something big for my project so i was just like what could it be and then i was just like hmm loto shield that could be a pretty cool one or make like a life-size mimic box it was between the two i was Ooh. just like huh since i can use the D printers and the laser cutters i can probably make the shield instead so was- of-
0: Was that just out there, or did you have to design like design it in three D to print it?
2: I had to design everything from scratch. Oh wow! Yeah, so which which it literally took me like three weeks to make. Because it was a life-size shield and, yeah. you know, you could hold on to it.
0: And how, how does that work? You had to, like, design it in Illustrator and get, like, a vector version of it? To, I used
2: Illustrator, use Illustrator for mm. the initial sketch. And then uh, I used the laser cutter to cut the foam pieces, actually. Mm. Oh, wow. And then the inside little emblem design that Loto has. Mm-hmm. I use a 3D printer to kind of emboss it and then oh, put wow. it over my thermoplastics and everything like that. So it can have more of like a 3D detail on the shield instead of just like a flat shield.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even have thought to do that. I, I thought when you said 3D printed, you were going to print the whole thing.
2: Oh um, no, no, But no, no, it no. was
0: cool <laughs> that you like printed a, a combination and just kind of uh, a combination of things, uh, you know, between the foam and the uh, and the 3D printing.
2: Mm-hmm, definitely.
0: Um, yeah. So... Sorry, you were going to say? Nothing. Oh, okay. Um, So what what are the biggest challenges you face when designing uh, costumes?
2: Uh, I would have to say, like, actually making a mock-up of the costume itself. Because, you know, like, I'm not like a professional, you know, seamstress or anything like that. I just do everything on my own. It's like, I'm more of a, because I mostly do a lot of DIY Stuff mm-hmm. and I'm still a newbie at sewing, so I'm just like trying to learn everything still from scratch. So just um, making sure, making like my own pattern. That's probably the hardest part, I would say, because right. I don't, because because you know, I don't really know how to make like a proper, you know, I would s- proper jersey knit dress or anything like that, just mm-hmm. as an example. So I just usually just wrap myself around with some cling wrap and paper tape and just you know cut it up draw the entire pattern and just go from there so that's probably the most tricky part because you got you have to know your size first of all
1: mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah gotcha so do you mm-hmm. have any general tips about cosplay that you'd like to share so like for example when i was at katsu uh last weekend i was at the tail end i happened to uh go into the tail end of a cosplay panel and someone mentioned like uh, applying a line of deodorant on your heads because it's invisible
2: mm-hmm. and it prevents
1: sweat from a from like if you're wearing a wig to go down into your face I mean, <laughs> general tips like that you'd like to share
2: um if let's say if you're wearing uncomfortable cosplay shoes and you're afraid of your feet chafing mm. uh where um putting deodorant in the most like chafable i don't know if that's the word like if <laughs> an area that's like prone to chafing it actually mm. helps a lot okay
1: i never would have thought of that
2: mm-hmm. Like Mm-hmm. speaking of deodorants and then another thing carry lots of bobby pins because you don't know when you're going to need it
1: oh yeah to put yourself back together just in
2: exactly case. especially like when your wig is about to like you know come off and you know like even a line of deodorant won't help with the sweat going into wig in my face but if there's a lot of bobby pins that you have already then it'll help you with like just in case your wig slips and you need to hold it back together
0: yeah yeah because i mean anyone who's been to a convention knows that you know, you sweat a lot at these and you're you're gonna be sh- disheveled at, at some point just walking oh. around in 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 the thick of all the the crowds and everything so your oh, costume okay. is not gonna be perfect <laughs> the entire time
2: also <laughs> another thing i would definitely recommend always carry a box of band-aids
0: oh, okay mm-hmm. for blisters or hmm? for for various blisters or
2: various blisters and also for like female cosplays. who Female cosplayers who are wearing like you know unbroken in flats or high heels and anything like Mm. that—it'll definitely help. Cool. Yeah.
0: Um, So, so what's your favorite uh, Dragon Quest, uh, Dragon Quest character? You mentioned Elena to cosplay Mm -hmm. as. Uh, What's your favorite non-Dragon Quest character to cosplay as?
2: Uh, Aside from Valentine, uh, I like to cosplay a lot from League of Legends. Oh, okay. Yeah, (laughs) I did.
1: That is that is huge. And and I noticed it was huge in South Korea too. Mm-hmm,
2: like definitely, I, I had
1: I had a buddy of mine that went to like a big tournament up in Seoul when I was stationed there, and
2: yeah. like that
1: was I remember. I, it used to be I remember in South Korea it used to be like uh, the big thing with StarCraft, but now it's all League of Legends these days.
2: Right, no, but um, my favorite uh, my favorite moment from League of Legends cosplay was in um, World Championships. They had a semifinal in New York City, and you know, I live in, i lived in New York City for a while, for I think like 17 years. So that's I lived there. While. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a while. <laughs> no, but I heard that a lot bit. of um, people from Korea are going to be coming. So it's just like, huh? Might as well like go and you know support my favorite game, like one of my favorite games that I've played for a long time, aside from Dragon Quest. So I did that. And then I spoke to a lot of like, you know, Korean cosplayers, Korean casters that I've seen on TV and everything like that. And they they were just like, oh, I didn't know. Like, we also had a Korean speaker, you know, from New York who was also a favorite, who is also like a really cool person who's a cosplayer. So there's like, so we were just talking a lot. So that was a pretty good moment. Nice.
1: Yeah. I, I noticed that uh, last weekend when I was at that con. There's a lot of League of Legends and a lot of um Genshin, Genshin Impact, a lot mm-hmm. of that going around these days.
2: Definitely, yeah.
1: And uh with with the, all the cosplayers that are out there, are there any cosplayers that you follow that are your favorites, like individual people?
2: Uh, my favorite cosplayer? Uh, nowadays, like I haven't really heard from a lot of my friends who were one of my, one of my favorite cosplayers, but Let's see. I'm still trying to remember. I haven't been to Con in like three years. But um, one of my favorite was actually um, her name is Aurora, mm-hmm. And she cosplayed like Toriel from Undertale. And she was something from Delta. And I kind of forgot the name of it. But she has been a really close friend of mine for a long time since like 2013 or 14. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we went to like a lot of cosplay beach day events and... You know, we met at a lot of cons together and, you know, we had a lot of, we had, a we spent a lot of time together in cons. So, you know, she has been probably one of my favorite cosplayers. One of my favorite cosplayers that she did, she was a really cool tracer cosplayer. Oh,
0: really? So,
2: mm-hmm, From Overwatch. So, yeah. yeah. And then she had the ultraviolet tracer done with like all the Mohawk wig and the 3D printed pistols that she made and that lit up. That, so that was really cool
1: oh nice
2: yeah
0: um so do you have any uh, future characters you'd like to cosplay as
2: uh i would definitely go as bianca from dragon quest 5 <laughs> nice uh, that because bianca and martina were gonna be my future cosplay plans and then the pandemic hit so i was just like yeah. oh what do i do now but they're still definitely on my list
0: yeah yeah i mean it, even without the convention scene you know if you got creative uh you know if you got creative ideas (laughs) no time like the the present and then you you know when things hopefully go back to normal at some point or or at least it dies down enough where you feel comfortable going to a convention then you have that ready you know
2: yeah i I hope the pandemic gets. i I hope the pandemic gets gets away soon
1: yeah yeah same same here
2: oh, i wish
1: yeah i've been uh i've been thinking about uh trying uh to get into cosplay myself not not like super seriously but maybe try a couple of things and i haven't done it yet because uh, i'm still kind of building it I, i'm missing a couple more items but eventually i want to do like a, a master roshi cosplay from dragon ball
2: oh that's um, cool I, I
1: i still need a couple more items i need to get like um contacts so i can wear like the nice red sunglasses
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: and uh, some sandals but a lot of the other stuff like the the beard and other stuff i've got uh like a big cane and, and things like that but uh and i'm plus i'm gonna shave shave my head when i do it too because <laughs> complete complete the look
2: make sure you um, find a turtle backpack as well
1: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> um but as kind of a uh, first step i had some uh mobile suit Gundam items that I used for kind of a goofy setup. Uh, two of the three days I was at the recent uh, KatsuCon. Um, I had like a big uh, Shars custom Zaku hat, uh, a Gundam mask because because it was the con you had to be vaccinated and masked up, masked, had to wear mask. Um, and I had like a, a mobile Xeon uh, golf inflatable sword and shield. They're like li- these inflatable kids toys that I imported from Japan it was oh. it was the first time I've ever dressed up as well anything for a con any kind of uh, item at all so here I'm gonna sh- actually put this in the chat real quick so you guys can see where is it Gundam there it is but yeah that's a uh, that's a picture of me in my my goofy little get up wearing <laughs> like a Gundam Gundam shirt too uh, this actually is uh, the shirt that I wore when uh, I met my wife for the first time
2: <laughs> oh. uh,
1: nice. but that's that's me with a uh, zeno robinson he was actually the the english voice actor for harry and dragon quest your story
2: oh that's cool so that's
1: one of the people i got to meet when i was at the con but that's so far that's my little get up that i've done so far but in the future i'm hoping to do like a full like master Roshi cosplay for that so that'll be fun <laughs> nice,
2: nice.
1: nice yeah
0: yeah i mean i, I had I, I like i said I, I i haven't done much cosplay i've only uh I did, uh, I went to New York Comic Con in 2018 and I, I dressed up as what I would later describe as dad bod Eric from Dragon Quest XI. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> uh, you know, I look like Eric, but when he would, you know, turn 40 and, uh, and settle down and had some kids. Wow. Um, so it was an interesting attempt. <laughs> but, Great
2: uh, question. Have you seen a Q-Roll at that event?
0: Uh I th- maybe I I think if you're talking about your ex, I think I've seen him in photos that just you showed me.
2: Yeah, because um, he was then. there. So I was just like, because I saw your photo as the quote unquote dad bought Eric, as you said. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw the photo pre I think it was like a previous photo. I don't remember which one, but I saw his Kiro cosplay. So maybe like I was just like, "Oh, maybe you know, they met each other and stuff like that." Uh,
0: maybe. I yeah, it's it was a while back now, but Sad I, I, I The thing the thing that I remember about it is that, you know, like I had to for the wig, I had to take uh like it was I ordered this blue wig that like later I realized was like the same wig that people would get if they were cosplaying rick from rick and morty oh and then i had to like hairspray the hell out of it to get the spikes but then the hairspray didn't really stick well and oh. so it was like these like almost like dreadlock spikes <laughs> the spikes oh are god. like were like uh yeah uh, it, it, uh, it was interesting that to say the least <laughs> oh <my laughs> god interesting is a word i generally use for not great but interesting
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though
0: but yeah it, i definitely it it uh it made me respect cosplayers that much more when you know it was my first time trying it and it was like there's a lot of challenges in putting it together especially like you know the sewing uh skill past you know my mom is a seamstress uh she worked for eileen fisher as a pattern drafter oh no nice. Her skill did not pass to me. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it, it definitely skipped a generation. Uh, you know, she. Used to sew up all our, our Halloween costumes when we were kids, and to save money, and she would even make clothes for us when we were kids.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> and she could, and she still does. And every time I, you know, every time I have uh, uh, you know something that needs mending, I just mail it home, and she fixes it. <laughs> um, but uh, but for this cosplay, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna do this. This is gonna be a DIY thing. So I bought part <laughs> of it, and you know, I bought part of it, and then I patched together the rest of it. And uh, it was interesting. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the other ideas uh, I, I, I've always wanted to, a Megaman is definitely hard to do. It's hard to pull off without looking like the helmet is hard to pull off without looking kind of silly. There's definitely right. a lot of really cool ones out there. And uh, I think the, um, the one that I saw recently that was really cool is zero suit Samus. Uh
2: huh.
0: And it's like, it's, a mashup of Zero from Mega Man X and Samus. Right, uh, it was like Zero suit Samus and oh. you know, like, like mash together. Uh, I that was that was pretty cool. The the one thing that I wanted to try though was uh um gizmo duck
2: oh. using
0: um the but where I where I kind of again I can patch together a lot of the stuff couldn't figure out how to do a duck bill.
2: Right. Couldn't for the
0: life of me figure out I do probably 3D print it, but I don't have that skill or access. Um but <laughs> well, you, you the just other don't thing want to like
1: take two pieces of cardboard and kind of put them together.
0: You know? <laughs> uh, I don't know that's like a go hard or go home type of situation <laughs> but uh but the other thing was uh, you know for the wheel uh I'd have to find a way to rent one of those single wheel segways because right. you know I'm, I'm not gonna just gonna like Duck walking around on his feet I'm gonna do you know full-on wheel you know and do the segue <laughs> right,
2: do the right, little, right the little
0: mini segue with the the where you know it's not like the full-on one with the handlebars or anything but mm-hmm. one of those little ones I always thought that would be a lot of fun to do. But <laughs> again, I have no idea how to put all that together. So
1: yeah, know, that's a hard so one to do. Someone more skilled wants to do that. Good times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so before we go, uh, where can we find you on social media and streaming?
2: Uh, you can find my Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash sore. Which is N Y A N I S O R E. That would be the best place to contact me. Awesome. Yes.
0: Um, does Does anyone have any uh, Dragon Quest uh, fan shout-outs you'd like to make?
2: Uh I mean my tattoo artist, Sharping Suck Tattoo. He had a client, as in me, with the Dragon Quest slime tattoo, and I wish I can get more. Maybe, maybe a mimic or something. I don't know. Maybe I'll I'll see. I'll see how this goes. <laughs>
0: Awesome. Uh I have one quick shout out uh Riotopia from Instagram, Riotopia Re- 8 from Instagram. Uh he took his slime uh snowboarding oh. recently and he slapped uh he he like strapped the thing down to his snowboard and took some photos uh with him and his buddies uh um out uh snowboarding on a on a mountain somewhere. That's
2: uh, cool. So,
0: yeah, oh, I that thought that was cool. really awesome. It you was think really the
2: awesome like little... nah?
0: uh it wasn't the plushie. it was like more of like uh the it looked like the giant like plastic version of it um okay. but uh, yeah so it probably did freeze but not as bad as a plushie <laughs> a plushie in the snow would probably not weather oh, well
1: <laughs> that reminds me of the uh the snowboarding outfit you could get in dragon quest of the stars back when it still had a global version they had like a, a dragon quest themed or themed uh, snowboard that you could get that was
2: that oh was, really yeah oh, that's
1: cool that's Had like awesome. the bottom of it was all a bunch of slimes all painted uh, on. that'd be cool to get like in real life too
2: oh yeah, yeah oh
1: yeah um for for myself um i just like to do a shout out to dragon questers where i'm an admin at on facebook um it's a great group where you can share um all of your fantastic cosplay and tattoos and things like that people do that all the time so that's my little shout out
2: sweet
0: well this has been amazing uh thank you so much for joining us um that's it for this episode of slime time we'd like to thank niani Sore for joining us
2: thank you
0: thanks so much for being here
2: Awesome. You're very welcome, and thank you for having me.
0: Of course. It was great to reminisce as well about our old travels.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> so we don't use Patreon. Uh, we don't siphon money from other Dragon Quest fans when we can offer you quality content about the game series we know and love for free. So if you do have any money that is completely burning a hole in your wallet and you'd like to donate anything to a website that's been supporting Dragon Quest fans for over 20 years, stop by the Dragon's Den at wwwwoodiscom den and click on support this site. Woodis has owned and maintained the dragon's den bq fan site for decades and he personally edits every youtube version of the podcast uh, so he fully appreciates any donations to help keep the servers running
1: the dragon's den website also features an amazon affiliate link if you click the link and then make a purchase a small fraction of the sale will go to support the den it doesn't cost you anything to
0: advertise with us, reach out to us at slimetimepodcast. at gmail.com. If you have any comments or questions for the Dragon Quest Slime Time podcast team, you can join you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at DQ slime Time.
1: Consider joining in tons of Dragon Quest discussions at the Dragon's Den Forums, one of the few remaining forums still around. Find it from the Dragon De- find it from the Dragon's Den main page or at ww.woodis.com slash forums. You can also find me and other rabid Dragon Quest fans. Through the Dragon Questers Facebook group. And don't forget the always more official everyday Dragon's Den Discord group. And we'd like to thank everyone that made this possible, like Woodus, for his support of the series and this podcast and keeping the Dragon's Den lights on for decades.
0: Thanks to Amanda LaPree and the Descends of Verdric for allowing us to use their music for our podcast. Descends of Verdric is a video game tribute band from Austin, Texas. Check them out in their album Advent at www.descendantsoferdrich.com or on Twitter at D Averdric. And check out Amanda Laprie uh, streaming on Twitch.
1: Our thanks to Dwayne Bullock, our wonderful graphic artist and Dragon Quest fan for making the awesome artwork artwork cover for this podcast. Dwayne was on the original iteration of the Slime Time podcast and you can check out more of his work at Dwayne Art on Instagram or his website at dwaynebullockart.bigcartel.com.
0: If you're looking for more Dragon Quest Slime Time, check out our earlier episodes on Dragon's Den, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Audible, YouTube, and more. And check out our Brothers and Sisters in Arms over the Slime Time side quest podcast. Their latest episodes are available now. Bye everyone. Dragon Quest Slime Time, sliming off. <laughs>